two movies into one movie leaves as we watch two the prowlers one a noir film from 1951 another one a horror movie from 1981 all today's there can be only one pocket Welcome to the There Can Be Only One Podcast, where we watch two movies with the same title that have nothing to do with each other, determine if one or both movies need to change their title, and then they gotta go change it. We don't care about them anymore. We just told them that they gotta do something to a movie that they haven't been a part of in years. My name is Rob Brown, joining me today is... Herman Omega Prime Davis. And we have gone back into the catalog of things that exist on my computer. Yes. Because Herman refuses to watch Tag out in theaters. Mm -hmm. That might be something he he wants to wait on until it gets out on video or on demand or whatever service is being done these days. Uh, We're not not, um, too much on the physical copies of things anymore, but... (laughs) But uh, whenever it becomes available for for one's uh, enjoyment outside of the movie theater, I did go see a movie today, and um, I did not realize Cinemark has their own version of Movie Pass. You want to hear with a great deal that you can get over there? Yeah, go ahead. So for eight ninety nine a month, eight ninety nine, you get one movie a month. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. One two D movie a mo- month. Like they don't even care about the three Ds or the high definition. You get one, one movie. movie a month. Yeah, you get one movie. Twenty percent off all concessions, and eight ninety nine regular pricing for for just standard movies after the one free one you get. So even though, which I think knocks off about like a buck or two, maybe. So if I go and catch the early bird movie, are they going to reimburse me the three dollars? No, they're just going <laughs> to say uh, you paid. And nine bucks for this, even though you know it's only like six twenty-five to see the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess because I got to use my card somehow. So, okay, Cinemark, I understand that uh, y'all over there in a high price location, but maybe y'all need to look at what AMC is doing now. Is uh, did you go and do the AMC deal? No, I'm about to sign up for it in July. I was gonna wait till like the month clear over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> Is that what you're waiting on? Ta- I know I'm time stamping this. But All right. All right. Fair enough. But uh, no, that that's a good deal. I really do believe it because I know I'm going to see more than three movies um, in a month. Yeah, you're going to see 12 according to what AMC's offering, not not three. You mean three in a, w- a day or a week? Well, that's the thing. I think I just did the math. In order for it to be profitable to you, you gotta see more than three movies okay. in a month. If you don't, if you only see one movie a month, uh, or two gonna go see month, Uncle Drew ten know? times, right? Yeah, basically. Where's I mean, where's the superstar team gonna? What's gonna happen? Are they gonna beat Nick, Nick Kroll or not? You don't know. And uh, what you wanna go see in a day? I know you were so so psyched for it to come out this week. I'll probably see it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else out in theaters. Uh, it depends uh, because because it, it does feel like you're leaving money on the table if you don't go out and see a movie, but. Uh, we saw both of these movies uh, available either from a library or on YouTube because they are hard to find, not necessarily hard to find movies now, but for a time being considered lost gems in mm-hmm. their various circles. Uh, the first one we, we watched, which we'll talk about right now, came out in 1951. Yes. And uh, let's go ahead and play, play that trailer. Play that beautiful beat footage. Van Heflin as a man of passion who takes what he wants even if he has to use a gun. 
Evelyn Keyes as a woman in love whose only crime is her weakness for this man of violence. Let's face it, if having him dead is the only way we can be together, happily together, I'm glad he's dead. Between you and me, he wasn't the easiest person in the world to live with. And she wanted children, and, uh, well, he couldn't have any. Can't, darling, please You do it because you've got to. And we're back, everybody. I'm assuming there is an actual trailer for this well, without actually it. checking. That's fine. If not, well, we just played y'all something else that's it's very funny. Right. It's very funny. Yes. 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 We'll you know that, that Prowler sketch that yeah. everybody loves? Like, yeah. I mean, you're the one that's going to edit it, so you got to find something funny for them. The only thing that comes to mind when, when thinking of Prowler is Fargo because uh, it, it was one of those lines that if you don't know the North, it, it, without reading the, like, if you didn't have the, the subtitles up, it just didn't make any sense whenever she said it. This is when Marge Gunderson first enters the frame in Fargo, and she's getting up with her husband, and the husband agrees uh, it, like, to help, help her out by making breakfast. And she goes off, and he goes and eats her breakfast, just painting the scene. Then she comes back in and says, Prowler needs a jump. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, but I don't. But that didn't make any sense to me whenever that happened. But it, it, but, but with the subtitles, you're like, oh, she means her car. It got like she needs to get it. Like she needs to get the the cables out there and get it working because it's been cold and she needs to get all rubbed up, sort of thing. Okay. So that's what it means. Like it's a good thing that her husband was up anyway. Like he knows. Like they, it's one of those things they don't mention too much in the movie, but uh, you're led to believe that both of these people found each other on the force. And he quit his job because uh, they, she was more uh, likely to get promoted. Mm-hmm. So he became the stay-at-home kind of guy and okay. decided to paint. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So, that so that's another other... review of Far Fargo. <laughs> yeah, that's the show, y'all. Have a good night. This Prowler came out in 1951. Stars uh, some relatively famous people. They, 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 the reason you can say this is because if you look at the IMDb on the two main characters... Uh, the Prowler does not pop up in the top four. In he, the heat, yeah. The the main dude, his name is Van Helflin. He uh, he looks uh, supremely older than what he's playing in in the movie. Where you you get the idea that he's trying to play some uh, hotshot twenty something year old. Uh, if you look at uh, his age compared to uh, whenever this was filmed, he was forty three when this was filmed. So he definitely wasn't trying to play. Yeah, that much. Well, uh, they he he was playing a lot younger than his partner, but yeah. they they were trying to get him like to to look like he was a hot shot. Well, they described him as a craggy. Is that, I'm saying that right? C r a g g y. Craggy. Craggy. Is that right? Who, who described him as? His uh, bio. Craggy. They they're basically saying that he had a, a old man face. Right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You mean just like in general? Yeah. Well, he okay. He did he did three ten to Yuma. He was in Shane. He's in Possession. He's in a lot of stuff. He won. Wait, 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 wait. Your other, the other person, Evelyn Keynes, uh-huh. uh, was in uh, Gone with the Wind, Seven Year Itch, Killer that stalked New York. Basically, a bunch of titles that they don't even hit the Prowler before you hit any of these things. But if you want to talk about the bio, because you're reading IMDb like I am, go ahead, Herman. No, I was going to say he won. It's funny, he won an Oscar. That is funny! <laughs> no, but they don't... Mean- <laughs> oh, Herman, stop. Look at you. Now, he won an Oscar, but they don't even mention that like in in his top films. like You would think that the film that you won an Oscar for would be 
listed it in the films that you're mostly known for. But he won the Oscar, and he was um, he was a very serious. Looked like he was a very good actor in this movie. I liked him. Won it for what? Um, being not being earnest. He was uh, he he won the best supporting actor for damn it <laughs> Jack Jack Cagey Ernie Cagey being Cagey being craggy aren't you glad you brought this up yes like that that was all reason See, I'm trying not to look at my phone but you know you're gonna make me go grab it and basically these are your two leads these are the only real two people in this movie because this whole thing uh, starts off you have Evelyn she plays a woman named Susan in this thing Susan yeah good thank you for clarifying yeah. that yeah, yes yeah uh, she's uh, taking a shower or something, sees somebody looking through her window, and then calls the cops. The cops are uh, this guy who really doesn't matter, and then Craggly Face, if you want to just call him that. <laughs> Craggly Face McGee, as he is coming in, and immediately notices the posh surroundings. Uh, the, the partner, his partner, uh, at, w- at one time references that he paid, they probably paid like thirty five, forty thousand for the house. And you're like, oh, this is really dating everything. It's like, oh, wow, 35000 per house. How much would what, – what sort of standard of a house would, would you be living in if you paid 35000 for a house? Besides getting the sweetest deal of all time for a house, what, what would you think? Oh, in today's time? Yes. Yeah. It would be – I would have to put out pots when it rained. Because it have, definitely have a Because you like move. playing drums. Yes. do 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 um, the neighborhood probably wouldn't be that, that good. Um, just just I point out that it's it. not great. I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, no. I wouldn't okay. enjoy that's, it. That's all you need to say about this. I would sort of I will move into an apartment complex if I had a $30,000 house. But uh, he immediately sees opportunity where other people see a victim looking out for help. He's like, well, this, this woman here, she is uh, by herself on mm-hmm. what's probably a weekday. They don't establish days on this. It doesn't matter. Uh, she... It, it, the the husband's not brought up or anything. It just looks like she's just a wealthy woman living by herself. And he's like, ah, this is finally the, the shot I've been looking for to get out of this humdrum life of being a, a, a policeman. So he comes back the next day, tries to find out more information, finds out she is married to a radio DJ that is uh, constantly on the air as they're, as they're talking. It, he records these things on a record to determine if he needs to have a better speech pattern whenever he's doing these things. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you listen to these, Herman, like have you listened to your, your voice on um, uh, on these podcasts to find out if it actually is good or bad? Yeah, that's why I have think I have been getting better over these past hundred no, uh, uh, Well, yeah. As I have. You can yeah. see my rattling. This is just for you, Herman. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have been getting uh, extremely better in my speech, <laughs> as you could tell by my dialect right now. I think I'm just making up words that don't fit into what I'm saying. There are patterns that you find in your own speech whenever you listen to yourself mm-hmm. that you want to break, but it's tough, especially when that's the only thing that you're thinking of doing the next time. That you're on air? Yeah, like uh, I noticed in your speech, fair enough. You say fair enough a lot. That's not the one that, that usually breaks me. There was a long time uh, where it was in my head that that was uttered every time. 
And then it was uh, trying not to refer to myself. Mm-hmm. That also is a problem where uh, I'll be like, I think I am. I am. Blah, 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 blah. No, no. This is about uh, something else. Do I say fair enough a lot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now you're trying Understood. to Understood. <laughs> Roger that. No, that's 10-4, why. 10-4, good buddy. I only bring it up because I say fair enough early in the podcast just to mess with you. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, so you didn't even notice I, I was messing with you. What's, Which I noticed you don't get a lot of my jokes, but. Yeah. Oh, I do get them, Herman. That's the sad <laughs> part about this. I try to prevent you from telling them again by not acknowledging them. Sorry, man. I just got to keep up with my dad pun uh, activities. It's not even punny. It's just, it's just, it's just the the daddiest of dad jokes is what you're doing. So yeah, I know, I, I know, I have a, a crazy sense of humor that it doesn't matter if you get my joke or not, as long as I find it funny. Sure. So Craggly Face uh, decides he is going to uh, convince this woman to love him because who would love a face like that? You mm-hmm. have to, you have to uh, find something else. What? What what's funny is in in the um, the meet and greet area that he does with Susan, they find out that they're actually from the same high school, like same town. Yeah, same. Or they town. went to the same high school. No, no, they went to rival high school. Well, not I mean where they 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 battled against each yeah, other. Yeah, she basketball. was from the, she was an uptown girl, and he was a downtown. Yeah, did I say that right? No. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're you're doing the Billy Joel thing. Yes, yeah. sure. Uh, you find out he was a, he played center for a team that that constantly beat him. He is no taller than five ten. There's no way he was like six foot in that movie. Mm-hmm. But they had to make him look like he was uh, a big deal in his hometown yeah, because a- because everything he's tried outside of being like the star in high school has not worked out for him. You find you basically find out the motivation uh, for the rest of the movie from this conversation where you get this guy. Who was the tits? He was an all star yeah. when he was in high school, and now he is nothing. He's just a cop. There's yeah. nothing great about he's, being a cop. So. He's very bitter. He kind of like he. You could tell from his little rant on why he wound up being a cop is that he never took a, um, he never took ownership of his mistakes. Like he got to college, got a scholarship, mm-hmm. and uh, he said he won the game, won the shot on his first game, but the coach was trying to get him to be play team ball. Yeah. And he didn't get on with the coach. Yeah, that's right. And they took a scholarship. Sure. So it was that's everybody what... else's fault. <laughs> this yeah. is what you get for winning. Yeah. You have to pay for school. Give us fourteen dollars. Yeah. No! Which when you say that you'd be like, that don't make any sense, but okay, bro. Whatever. Well, that's uh, you're you're talking to a bitter individual. That's yeah. basically what's happening. Uh-huh. Um, he has basically formulated the most evil plan to ensnare this woman. It, it does have some twists and turns than what you'd expect. Uh, they don't give you too much of a timeline, but you get the idea that he may have uh, courted her for no more than like a few weeks mm-hmm. before he starts having sex with her and she's like totally in love with him, but starts feeling bad about it because she's the one that's married to a rich, rich guy that's on the radio and Krabby Face is just like he's the one that that that's uh, he doesn't care about the the whole relationship. They get caught or whatever. She's she's all worried about that whole thing. So he decides, you know what? I'm going to test to see how much she loves me after three weeks. I'm going to go to Vegas see if she follows me. Mm-hmm. Nope, does not. He just stays back in his apartment, and eventually uh, Susan finds her finds him there and is like, oh. He's like, no, crabby faces. We got to break this up. We can't do this anymore. I don't love you, man. 
And then when she leaves, he's like, Whoa. <laughs> ah, more into this plan. She'll love me more than ever. Turns out this was more of a way to separate the two for her, for more longing. And in the process, he decides to pretend to break into the place to convince the husband to come out there so he could shoot the husband as a form of self-defense. And there's a trial, and in the trial, she uh, Susan actually yells out, you're a murderer, crabby face, and he's like, whatever. And he gets away with it. Um, she doesn't want anything to do with him, uh, with crabby face afterwards, but... Hey, this guy's smooth. He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. Still convinces her to eventually marry within a month after the death of her husband. It wasn't long because it was still front page news that, you know, the wife of a slam local radio star is marrying the guy who actually killed him. Like, yeah, and the radio star's brother who's yeah. there is like, whatever, they're young, they're in love, let them do whatever they yeah, want. He was so smooth that he sweet-talked the brother. Like, he went to the brother pharmacy. Right, right, And right. like, yo, man, you know, hey, man, you know I didn't mean to do nothing. Here, get his $700. <laughs> my talks like that, I'm not going to be know. like, wow, that guy is smooth-talking Yeah, right yeah, now. you know, homie, you know, man, you know, smooth. Whoa, stop with the smooth-talking. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got a wife at home. Stop that, man. Uh, okay, 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 but here, here you go, man. Here, you got something in your, your eye. Here you go. Oh, uh, well, it's an eyeball. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I yeah. need that back. I appreciate it. Is that it? You're just leaving? All right, bye. <laughs> You're done? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. See? There you go. Okay. All right. So, uh, eventually, uh, they they his, his dream scenario, which is the shittiest dream scenario for anybody who's done these noir, like in, in noir films, is to own a motel and just let the money come in. Like, if you are in a in a business that is already doing well, and you're just buying your way into that business, there's no way that the easy street's going to last forever. And there's no way that motel exists today. Well, nor, no. nor like 20 years from then. Like, no. Because it's, it's a motel. Yeah, it, but come on, 1951, that was... The they could have been on Easy Street doing other things than that. I know, but back then that was like easy money, right? Because you know it was, it was, it was, it was easy money for the 1950 motels. Sure. So eventually, uh, they they feel like everything's gotten away scot clean, mm-hmm. and then Susan mentions that she's pregnant. Not just pregnant; she is four months pregnant, which puts them in a timeline where whatever story that they've said on on uh, uh, on trial, it will go against it because they said they didn't know each other whenever uh crabby face shot her husband so also her husband could it couldn't be a husband kid because her husband cannot have any kids yes that was also mission yes because it was against his religion or something whatever they 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 just brought that up Mm -hmm. so their solution was hey my partner was mentioning about this old ghost town that he goes to all the time to find weird rocks let's go there you can have your baby out in the middle of the desert Problem solved. If you've ever seen noir films, uh, this was a requirement for for noir films for the longest time. Yes. If you did something bad in the movie, you will get your comeuppance. Yeah. They could not show because this was almost like a government law. Like you, like a lot of a lot of movies that were made usually had a, like a five minute tacked on scene at the end 
saying like, "Oh, and he's dead," yeah, <laughs> or I, he's in jail. I, I, jail I, was good at for these people. I was thinking it. when that happened though, because I know we we did an earlier movie Roadhouse where we talked about this, but. Mm-hmm. When was the first time a film let the bad guy win at the end? Like, I know Dog Day Afternoon, everybody brings that up, but he didn't, he didn't win at the end. He, he still got arrested, No, that was right? based on a real true story. Okay. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay, but what move, what, the, the earliest movie I could think of without really looking it up Star online, Wars. They let those rebels win at the end. <laughs> that was the good Empires guy. Empires did no wrong. I was going to say Usual Suspects. That's the earliest movie I could remember that mm-hmm. let the bad guy win. What? what, what there's no way Usual Suspects is like the first. It might be your first. Yeah, film that's that you what I saw, can remember. Yeah, but there's no way that was the first movie where a bad guy won. What? What? what can you Silence of the Lambs came before that, and you had the bad guy winning in that one. He wasn't, he, he wasn't a bad guy. Oh, oh no! He wasn't <laughs> oh, Herman, pro cannibalism here is like no, no, he's fine. Well, you know, it's cool. You know, no, he isn't. Yeah, he got away. He's got clean. And he's gonna go eat the uh, the guy that was a warden. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the one was an asshole. He needed to get eaten with fava beans. And uh, does it make you taste better if you were just if you're a jerk? They're like, ooh, this guy. Yeah, totally gonna eat his meat. Yeah, I guess you could like say if he... you were if you went to a a farm and you saw like the one chicken that was like clucking and and beating other chickens. You're like, I want that one because yeah. that one's got like a tough meat that uh, yeah, you know, better. he's well seasoned. You know, even before putting season on. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Roger that. Yes, but the 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 way that they did this, as opposed to him just immediately getting caught, instead she has the baby. So this must have been like, uh, whenever she got pregnant between the four and nine months, they decided to go on vacation near the end of her pregnancy in order for this to work. They didn't just live out there for months because he still owned the motel. Eventually, his partner came into Vegas looking for. Uh, Krabby Face and the the clerk is like, oh, Krabby Face and his wife are out uh, celebrating it up for a couple weeks. Maybe they'll come back with a kid. Who knows? <laughs> but um, uh, what what eventually happens, uh, what gets away from their uh, sweet lifestyle out in the middle of the desert, is one of the records they're playing turns out to be one of the recorded records of her late husband, and he and um, and Susan hears her uh, her husband her ex husband in this case uh, voice. And goes into anaphylactic shock because she starts putting a couple of things together. First, that uh, maybe Krabby Face meant to shoot her husband. Yes, because he still has the gun. <laughs> Two, the, ever since wait, they wait, wait. ever that, since they found wait, out wait, about wait, wait, wait. what that that didn't, that didn't make any sense. He's an ex cop, and she's surprised he still have a gun because he mentioned because Krabby Face mentioned he wasn't going to have a gun anymore. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, right, he, he said, like, I'm sick of guns. That's why I quit the force. That was, like, his whole his whole spiel about why he's not in the force okay. anymore. Okay, okay. Uh, but, but ever since they found out, like, they had to work around this baby problem that they had, she starts seeing the wheels working in, in, in his mind where it's like, hmm, I wonder how many people I'm going to have to kill. And she's like, I am not into this whatsoever. So she basically fakes a... a uh, uh, almost the same way like Padme dies, like she's gonna be dying of a broken heart sort of thing, and that convinces Krabby Face to go to a small town and find a doctor. She whispers to the doctor after having the baby, "Take this baby away, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because this guy is gonna kill the baby." It's a girl, so she should be Princess of Elderon. Yes. Uh, so eventually, 
the doctor gets away, steals the key to the only car in in this small town. The uh, in the process of Krabby Face trying to catch up to the doctor, there is another car that comes up, and lo and behold, it's his ex partner there, and he's like, "Whoa, I want to give you a hug before you leave." Sort of thing. They do a one of those little quirky dances, and in the in the process, mm-hmm. the cops come out lickety split to catch Krabby Face. And within a couple of minutes of him running away and going up a hill, because he does a bad job of it of escaping anything, he gets shot in the back. Movie over. That's all you need to the know. End. Yeah, yeah, good story. This should have been the second film we watched because it the, was a better movie. Well, it's not that it's better. It's it that the, the second movie is slower because that's just what's expected out of horror films, especially in the turn of like around the eighties. They they just moved at a slower pace uh, with noir films. They know what to get to whatever point and then then make your turn to see what needs to work. Because, really, after they got married, it really felt like a a uh, uh, one of those uh, nice wrapped-up endings right there. Like, you're done with this movie. You don't have to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen to convince Krabby Face to get killed or do whatever? And we found out why. And it's a nice, uh, nice way that mm-hmm. they did this. Yeah. I mean, because it felt natural. It didn't feel like there was any instigation involved, other than his greed of of getting the money. Because yeah. he finds out that she's worth a lot of money whenever uh, her husband's going to die. But uh, would you change the title of this movie, Herman? Um, the Prowler. Yes, I would change the name of it. I was trying to find this term. Um, I have some cop friends, and uh, they used to tell me. Yeah. Fesses of friends when they go up and rob you for being a cop. Cop friends. Yeah, before it was known, she was basically a lonely housewife. She didn't have no, she didn't have a job. She didn't have no kids. Yeah. Uh, all she did was sit sit at home while her husband worked. She was lonely, and like some cops tell me that they get called by lonely housewives. And uh, to check out, oh, somebody was peeping through the window. Somebody was in my backyard. Uh-huh. Then when they come over, the cop check out everything, say everything cool. And the woman's like, oh, but well, can you stay just a little bit and keep me company? Uh-huh. So I was like thinking, like, man, just keep me company, you know, a little bit. Yeah, keep me company. Keep me company? Yeah. <laughs> Three's company, Herman. Yeah, yeah. As, as TV has shown us, mm-hmm. there, there are certain things about company that you need to run. Now... The, the the better title, because uh, Keep Me Company is a bad title. Okay. <laughs> is the catchphrase of her ex, ex-husband, uh, uh, I think, works better as a title. The cost of living. That's what he said after, after he's like, the cost of living is going down. See you guys later. That's what he would say after each each broadcast. Mm-hmm. So you can think about it. The cost of living. What What is the cost of it, living your life? Like, living... The ideal life that you want to live because you're trying to get it to where that the woman wanted to have the cops come out and help her that's not that's not what the story's trying to tell here okay something that they may even have insinuated that maybe even the cop was the prowler in the process like was the first person that was peeking into into her her uh, window even though they never showed who actually did that but but I think uh the, it's it's the cost of actually Wanting your life. What is the cost of wanting the perfect life that you want? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not going down. <laughs> the cost of living is going up <laughs> in this case. So I just was thinking the cost of living. I actually think this needs to keep the title more than more than the second film. Oh, so, the second film. I already got a title for that. Oh, you're going to well, love. 
Well, I, I, I think the title's going to be much easier, but if I can find a trailer, it's going to go in right now. It was 1945, the night of the graduation dance. The war overseas had just ended. The terror at home Boy. was about to begin. Roy? Come on, kid. Don't play hard to get. What about New Year's Eve? Well, that was different. I couldn't help myself. The Prowler. If he wants you, he'll get you. Tonight, the terror begins again. They never found out who did it. It had to be someone in town, someone who knew that she was called Rose. And Mark, that guy still might be around here. And we're back. Uh, oh, You're not what, giving what, me enough time God at damn all. It. Well, so what? <laughs> I don't know where these are going until until I can see the break whenever it happens. That's why I was like, I'll I'll give you the point. Do you think? Do you think? That that I'm going to break your streak of, of interrupting. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So that's your problem. So you want to do it again? No. Okay. No, it's done. Well, thank you. We're God. we're arguing at this point, and uh-huh. I'm 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 working on fumes. Ain't, so. really, ain't really arguing because you know I, I agree with you, so okay. I'm not really fighting you on it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just finished watching. No, we've, we've watched both of these. There's no finished watching this at all. This, Technically, this is the second okay. film we watched. Now I'm arguing. We just finished watching the second film probably 30 minutes ago. So we just finished it. Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, this movie came out in 1981. It starts off in 1945. Yay. Right after we just won World War II, baby. Yes. Yeah. They, they show a letter at first where Rosemary is breaking up with her husband. Uh, dear John her, yeah, yeah, basically just saying, look, I know what you did for our country. Thanks. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we, we got to see other people. And his response was, all right, well, I'm going to dress up like an army man and stab you in the back as well as your new bow. And that is where the legend of the Prowler gets there. Uh, 25 years later, Nary a dance has happened in this small town. We have had... 35. No. Uh, was it 30? 35? Okay, yeah. 35 years later. Nothing nothing has happened. Uh, but they've decided to bring the dance back because they got this hot new band that's going to go out there and perform for everybody. So we need some dancers in order for that to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two sher- You have a sheriff and a sheriff's deputy, like the two main law enforcement. Andy people. Griffin and Barney Fife. Right. You have a sheriff who is basically like, eh, whatever this, <laughs> whatever this dance. I'm gonna go off and go fishing. The other one's like, well, I'm a hot young cop that every woman wants to have sex with, so I'm gonna stick around. That's basically like his mo throughout this movie is like he can't go anywhere with like women falling in his lap. Mm-hmm. And I have that problem. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course you do. Yeah. But but you you just have a strange tacky, taxi service more than anything. Yeah, basically. A tacky service. Tacky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What it, that's what it's called. It's called tacky service. Tacky taxi. Yeah. Uh, Copyright. So, so uh, 35 years later, there is some news report saying that there was like an attack in some town over. And they're like, blah, whatever. Who cares? Eventually, once this whole party starts, people start dying. 
but it isn't the dying that concerns everybody. Just like someone mentions during the party that a prowler is around. So everybody has to stay at the party. And they're like, this sucks. And the band's like, we only had eight songs. They're like, we'll play it again. Nobody, nobody cares what you play. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, the main woman that's going after the, the, the leftover sheriff that's in town. She, she's the only one that has survived the prowler a couple of times. But uh, to eventually no avail because this guy is still going around trying to hunt him. There, there's death after death where he's leaving a rose after each one of them, just like in the in the uh, the opening scene. And then eventually, uh, time catches up to her, and she is now the last one that he is hunting around. Uh, the probably the best scene in this movie was right at the end, uh, where she is now trapped in a a room with the prowler and some dude who wasn't in the movie before, comes behind the prowler and shoots him in the back. And then she stares almost like appreciatively, but longingly yes. at him at the same time yeah. for a good minute, yes. both sides. And at, at the same I mean, while, while this goes on, I mean, the prowler Robert. then pulls his gun yeah. and shoots the dude. Like, yeah. what, like, like, it isn't immediate. It's almost like a... Woo, thanks. Well, Robert, that's natural. I mean, How's after, it going? after somebody trying to. But not to, saying anything. After somebody trying to kill you and somebody come in and shoot the guy that's trying to kill you. I didn't say thank you. I mean, no, you got to look, you got to look, you got to keep eye contact for a minute. That's the standard procedure. No, I would just say thank you. And get the hell out the room. Do you need a tip? Is that, that's like, may, may I, may, may I offer, oh, I don't have anything smaller. I, all I have is a five. Is that good? Are you okay with that? I understand you yeah. helped out. Yeah. Well, I wish I could give you more, I mean, but that's sorry. Uh, I mean, you know, I had to like pay pay for bullets and everything, and that's not really gonna cover. You know, if, I, if that's all you got, then I, I, okay, I take it. But I mean, I'll you help know. you dig out the bullet out of this dead guy. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, it's already it might have hit bone or something, and you know, it's just gonna be ruined. You know, I mean, if, if, if you got five. I, I appreciate it, man. I, I don't want to sound like I don't appreciate it. I mean, like I pre- like I know you appreciate. Bam, you're dead. Then, then through all the talking, he dies. Uh, eventually, she in in the struggle, uh, she blows up the head of the dude. Uh, the guy that does this is where uh, the lore of this movie comes from. the The guy that did the special effects for this film was Tom Savini, who does a ton of creature work in the eighties and is probably best known for uh, a myriad of Rob Rodriguez films that he starred in, as well as uh, the Knight Riders film, the first film that mm-hmm. uh, Ed Harris was in, where they're they're knights, but they're going around on motorcycles. Wasn't it? Wasn't supposed to watch that? No, I just watched it and I told you about it one okay. time. It, I told you it was one of the few films that uh, Stephen King did a, ca- a cameo in that wasn't like his film, and it was directed by George Romero. And it's three hours long, and you shouldn't watch because it it's three hours long. Okay, maybe that's why I got confused. Right, and it, it's funny because Ed Harris still looks the same in, in that movie that he does today oh, because it, he was he he was bald. It's he has that Patrick Stewart thing going for him. Ed Harris, Morgan Freeman, Patrick Stewart—they never was young. They never was young. I well, well, at say. least at least with Morgan Freeman, he still he he still has his hair. So the difference is they just he he kind of looks like an old man, but not really. Especially if you saw him on the Electric Company, like he never was that. Like he wasn't that that old in that that show. Yeah, he was. No, he, all right. Time to prove it to you with YouTube. <laughs> we'll see who's old. Yes, but okay. So eventually. Um, uh, the the closer for this film is they go back to the house after everything's been done and she's she's hooked up with the uh, the, uh, the sheriff. Oh, you find out the bad guy was the sheriff that went away 
on vacation. Yay! And uh, and <laughs> she goes into the uh, the shower and finds one of the dead people is still alive. Maybe like they don't really clarify it. And whatever free copy is on YouTube kind of stops before the credits, so we we're not sure if it clarifies it by the end. So there you go. But uh, this film actually was not released here. Like, it had bad distribution here, so it just didn't get released over here. And it took, like, four years for somebody to discover it, and it just recently got out on Blu-ray. Like, there's a long explanation. There's, like, this... Well, the director who was tapped after watching this film, the people from Friday the 13th tapped him to direct Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Yeah. So this was a good film in their eyes. The director claimed that the producer of the film was offered a production deal to release it nationwide for $750,000. Yeah. The movie cost a million to make, so the guy didn't want the deal. Right. And he said that's that's what that's why the movie never really got the buzz. But this was released internationally under mm-hmm. the title Rosemary's Killer, yes. which, which is a better title for this movie. The woman that scorns him at the end is called Rosemary. That's why he leaves roses everywhere. And he goes around killing people. Really? Plus, you have the Rosemary's baby really? angle to well, go no. off of. Well, Rob, four years after the movie was made, some guy in the Carolinas, I don't, forget, I don't know if it's north or south. You know, I have a problem with north and south states and stuff. Sure. Um, West he, Carolina, born and raised. On the playground is where I was at. Okay. Uh, good, good, good rhyme. <laughs> he, released, he found the film and he released it under the name of Pitchfork Massacres, which I think is an excellent name. No. Pitchfork? <laughs> okay, you're right. Pitchfork Blues. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, Rosemary, Rosemary's Killer is such it, it makes more sense for this movie. Now, Pitchfork, you're blind. This is more like a slasher film. And it, it is. A, oh, it's not a slasher film? Just doesn't do a ton of it. it. It's a lot of it's a lot of the creeping dread that you had in the eighties that, that existed. Not not slasher, slasher, slasher that you would get. You know, it just kind of dragged yeah, itself out. That, that's the difference between these. Things. All these movies drag themselves out. They try to. Yes, and that's what we experienced in today's yay. But so I guess you're gonna go with uh, Rosemary Kills for this one. All right, tell you what, you got a coin on you. Oh, uh, here we go with this coin trick. The coin trick, yes, yes. <laughs> I do not have a coin on me. I Give me actually a do have. A, I have a coin on oh, okay, me. Okay. Let me just, you know. Get we will solve this with a coin flip. This will make things a lot easier. Got a nice big old quarter. Call it, Hayes. God tails. damn it, Rosemary's killer it is. Yes, always tails, always tails, always tails. <laughs> well, go back to the first movie we watched. Um, yes, the. The first one. Yes. The, that's one Crabby the, Face. That's, yes. is it, you don't want to name it that? <laughs> <laughs> He's done other movies. <laughs> I know, but, you know. So we're going to keep that one problem? Yeah, because it made it because he, he became her worst fear. Okay. Her but, worst uh, fear was somebody, like, invading her life and ruining it. And, that's, uh-huh. and, and yes, yeah, uh, there, there are other titles it could be. But it just makes more sense for that one to be called The Prowler because... A lot of we 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 get a lot of noir and horror films in these lists anyway because they're generally the ones that have the simple easy names and they're also the movies that they assume that people forget in thirty years so they can just go ahead and rename it something else later. Well, I was going to mention like the first one was actually uh, written by Donald, I mean Donald Dalton Trumbo, who was blacklisted at the time because everybody thought that he was a communist. 
and he could not take credit for it at the time. He actually had somebody else take credit for his work. And uh, basically, after after everything died down and people realized it was wrong for blacklisting him and and a hundred other people that was in the film industry at the time, yeah, they finally went back and gave him credit for all his work that uh, other people, you know, took credit for. What's even even funnier the the third build it might as well be third build uh, person which was the the husband that gets shot mm-hmm. where you hear the voice the whole time you got paid thirty five bucks for doing that shit yeah yeah well no the voice you know who the voice was doesn't matter the voice was uh, Dalton Trumbull oh was it yeah oh you got paid thirty five bucks for that well that's the thing that he wasn't uh, yeah he, there you go he uh so he he just basically did you, did you ever it. see Trumbo when it came out uh, no I did not need to watch it it is okay. That, <laughs> is that good, Robert? It's okay. That's a rave review from you. Movies can be okay. okay. They don't have to be great. They don't have to be bad. It's uh-huh. just sometimes they're boring. Like the lobster. The lobster's great. Oh lord. <laughs> the witch. The, the witch is great. Okay. Herman, you're just yeah, you're just a person that that wants to fight it, <laughs> and and that's fine. You you are the you, you are the golden corral of movie enjoying. Because you like that Suicide Squad, you like all the, uh, you like Truth or Dare. No, but I, I, I have to give you props. Uh, I have to like say you was right. Hereditary did like surprise the piss out of me, and it, I, it didn't creep me out. But I guess I, I guess I still thinking about it. Cause I'm still talking about it. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they're showing at the mansion. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is Manship doing this? Uh, <laughs> maybe because he listened to your review. Of it. Uh, maybe who knows. <laughs> You got anything else you want to talk about, Herman? Before we we stop this one? <laughs> no, nah, I think I think we didn't talk enough, and it's late. Enough. Yes, we did. I'm done. Uh, so the first prowler, you get to keep your name. Second prowler, thanks to a coin flip, Rosemary's <laughs> Killer. That is now your new name, which is the name you use anyway for the in, uh, international distribution. So it's not that much different. For another, there can be only one podcast. My name is Robert Rao. Herman Omega Prime Davis. Good night, everybody. Buzz, but I can't get that loud for some reason. Aww. I can't. Poor Herman. I keep getting to the yellow part. I have no idea what that's like, because loudness <laughs> is my life. That's what happens, man. It's what I do. Mm-hmm. Man, we, we were recording this really late. I'm I'm probably going to fall asleep right after this. Me I, too. I got, but... a, I got a pretty early, and then slept about two hours during the day, and uh-huh. that wears me out. I, I got Sleeping stop wears that. you out? Sleeping like longer than 30 minutes, yeah. Because uh. it was two hours, and, and afterwards it was like, I feel like shit. I don't think I could do anything else. Well, you could have. What time did you, did you take a nap? I, don't, I just fell asleep on the couch, and then I looked and I realized it was like, oh my god, how much have I aged? You know, that's you know that sort of thing. Oh, well, you could have stayed asleep. I told you it was going to be after six, so. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm just saying, though. So, uh, it, it's, it's not going to help me. It's just it's just one of those things that I. I, I, I I don't like doing very much, so I gotta do something with my sleep pattern because for some reason I just wake up in the middle of the night. Like I don't know why I, I just wakes up and I'd be like, "That's what people used to do in the olden days." Um, just because it got really dark all the time, uh-huh. like during the winter, people n- normally didn't sleep as long as it was dark, so people would just get up like two or three in the morning and not really do anything and then go right back to sleep. Yeah, I, I tried to, but I'm having having a problem with that damn watch uh-huh. getting in the way. Right. Um, what I have a problem with is lucid dreams. You been having lucid dreams lately? No, no, no. Okay. It's it's I, it, I I take medication that makes me sleepy. That's all, you know, because it's uh, allergy medicine. That's all. Okay, fair enough. That's it. Let's get this party started.